What's happening, Ichabods? Welcome back to Pass the Mic. I'm your host, Joe, and today I have a very involved fellow Ichabod. Brandon, go ahead and introduce yourself. Awesome. As you said, I'm Brandon Moreno. I'm involved with the WSGA here on campus. I'm the leadership team of FYE. I work in the Protestant Testing Center, which is located in maybe library. I am also part of some communities here on campus that are either faculty-led or student-led, um, and that's basically all I do. Thank you, Brandon. So the first thing I want to talk to you about today is the WSGA motion that basically says that WSGA stands with DACA. Um, they're here to support students on DACA and let them know that WSGA, you know, has their back and is thinking of them. Um, there are about 800,000 um minors and young adults who are a part of the dreamers. Um, the Supreme Court on November 12th had been arguing about the fate of the dreamers in our country. Luckily, this was pushed off until June, but there's still a lot of stress surrounding these students who are on DACA who are scared for what their fate might be in this country. So would you like to educate our listeners on the motion that you are a part of and its possible impacts at Washburn? So the DACA program was a program implemented by the Obama administration. Um, I don't know what year, <laughs> just know it would happen through out that administration, which basically protects certain individuals from being deported or within that process, as long as they meet the high um, vetted requirements that they have to go through each year and just have a renewal process every four, every two years, maybe something like that. Um, the thing that happened at the Senate meeting is that we decided that we do have a, a fairly amount, good amount of population of DACA students here on campus that contribute a lot to us and they're everywhere, they're our friends, some of us that are just even in the shadows. Um, and we feel like they need the, su the support that we give out to every other student. And we need to reach out to those students that they are welcome here and that this is their home. And so we feel that with this, um, resolution that we passed it's just a message that's saying hey we acknowledge you as students here and people we want to support you um, we're welcome to help you in any way we can and I feel like a lot of people are either ignorant or uneducated about what DACA is um, you know they pay to be here they pay about two thousand dollars every two years just to be a citizen in this country they cannot get in trouble with the police or they will get deported and separated from their family here. You know, there's a lot of pressure with the current climate, political climate of our country right now on these students. And a lot of these students don't openly talk about being on DACA for mm -hmm. fear of criticism, backlash, um, racism, I mean, you name it. It is kind of a scary time to be a DACA student. And here at Washburn, we just want to make everybody feel like they are welcomed and included. Um, and with that, Brandon, how do you think Washburn can create a more inviting environment? Especially for students of different backgrounds, different cultures, different ethnicities, um, to engage with the community to get more students to this campus. Mm. I want to say that Washburn does a lot of good stuff in regards of making events and bringing in speakers from across the nation, but it doesn't advertise them 
effectively to reach the people that really need to hear these topics. Every time I go to a diversity event, <coughs> I always see the same people there, and I appreciate that, but I also want to see a new population coming to these events and like to have these conversations outside of these events because as soon as you leave whatever's happening on campus, you are done talking about it, and that does not need to happen. Yeah, and let's be real here. The people who need to hear some of these messages, who need to be opened mm -hmm. up to a different world, um, they're not attending these events no. unless it's required or for mm -hmm. a grade. And so do you think that it would be effective of Washburn to make students go to these events, um, say for Woo 101 or a class, say you have to go for a grade? Um, first answer, do you think that it would be effective? And then answer, do you think that students would get what we want them to get out of these events if they're forced to go? Um, well, my first answer would have to be yes. I think it would be effective because as a peer educator, I'm in a lot of one-on-one -on -one classes, and I noticed a lot of the same um, trends happening of students saying, oh, I was forced to go to this but I really enjoyed it afterwards. I didn't think I would, but I actually did. And so I feel like the first step is just to make people go, to make people just like be exposed to things that they wouldn't have been. And so that leads to the second part. Um, either way, the outcome, either if they come out of the event like, oh, this is marvelous, I didn't know any of this, like <laughs> thank goodness that I was exposed, or like, oh, this is just fake news, this is everything. Either way, it starts a conversation with them and then have exposure in the heads that they wouldn't have before. So I'll say yes. Yes, and almost every time I've had a conversation with somebody, I say the same three things. Exposure leads to comprehension and leads to action. Mm -hmm. Without exposure, we are not going to get people to engage with people of different cultures or to understand others' viewpoints besides their own. So it's really important that we expose students or at least have the opportunities to expose students to cultures, um, people, um, ideas and thoughts that are different from their own. Um, how do you think it affects students by having an inclusive environment here at Washburn? Um, so I think the population that would be really be affected by any inclusive um, event is the minority here. The majority here, um, I hear a lot of them saying that they're from small towns and like they usually don't have a lot of exposure to this type kind of issues or they have been sheltered from it. Um, and so they wouldn't really be affected by the people who don't feel comfortable or like when they walk into a classroom and they feel like they are overly isolated because they're the only minority in the classroom. That's what the people who are really need to feel that they are supported and that they <coughs> they feel acknowledged that they're here as students and they're equal as everyone else. Um, a lot that affects us is the events that happen outside of campus, and we cannot just ignore them and say, oh, that's just outside of campus. Everything that goes outside of it comes in with us, mm -hmm. and so we need people here to help us with it, like acknowledge us and support us, and yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Washburn not releasing a statement saying the DACA students who abide by the laws, who are here you know, legally at our institution, how do you feel about them not saying our DACA students are protected? 
or I we stand with you or something supportive. Mm-hmm. I would be very upset if they did not release a statement because I do understand that it can be a political um, stance, but I feel that's because we make it or like other in the media make it a political stance. Just because you go out and say you support a current population does not mean you support a political party because of it. I know at in WSGA, a senator was saying how they didn't want to offend another population by saying that we support DACA students. And the rebuttal to that was just because you support one does not mean you support less of the other. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like just just say that you acknowledge that they're going through some stuff because of the federal government and you're here to support them because we all pay tuition, we all pay our dues here, and we should benefit from the same things. Or at least say, hey, we have counseling services, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, We've notified faculty about, you know, the possibilities of what you guys might be going through and the anxieties that you have, and we're here for you. Mm -hmm. You know, something is better than nothing because there are a fair amount of DACA students here, whether they're, you know, open about their status or if they're reserved about it, they're among us. They're our friends. Mm -hmm. They are our peers, and... You know, I think that they should have acknowledged it. Yeah, they, I know they acknowledged it when ICE was on campus over the summer, but that's because it caused such a scare across that population. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people freaked out. And y- you saw messages on social media that ICE was on campus. And just with that presence, without even knowing why they were here, it caused such a um, emotional response. Yes, and that press release, um, I was actually the reporter who covered that for the Washburn (laughs) um, review, Um, but the press release was very ambiguous, especially Mm -hmm. given the current political climate of our country. I mean, we are having ICE raids daily, and people are getting ripped from their homes and deported and separated from their families, and I felt personally that the press release was ambiguous it sent a panic among the community even though it's a yearly thing because we have an international house Mm -hmm. i personally feel that they could have handled it better and i had several people who would not talk to me at all about it they were very closed-lipped said i have nothing to say to you and that's just you know that's not a very encouraging thing to hear you know we want to let students know we're not here to deport anybody. It's just so that we're following customs and stuff. Yeah. And I felt like it wasn't the response that, as Washburn, that we deserved. Um, moving on, um, maybe if we put the focus from Washburn onto the students, mm-hmm. what could, say, I do to be more welcoming to other people? A lot of the conversations that I have is a lot of, like, they don't know the experience that we have at Washburn, either with the students or faculty members. They don't realize that we do face some type of racism and discrimination here on campus. And will you just touch on who we is? Um, The minority, us, people of color, um, LGBTQ people, and any minority you can think of, we all have been facing some type of... um, just sort of comments that other people make or the looks or like just the interactions they have with us or the, even the assumptions that they make just by seeing us. Um, and so I feel like if we acknowledge that these things happen and that we tell them these are happening to us and have these conversations or even if they can just see it, 
then maybe they will start to realize this is actually happening on campus and it's not just something we made up on the news. Okay. Um, and I also want to extend the invite now where if you personally go through anything, um, any of your friends, anybody in any sort of community here at Washburn, um, we do have an open door policy. We have a submit news on our website and you don't even have to put your own name. You can list as anonymous, but we hear you guys. We want to hear your voices. We want to make Washburn an inviting community and sometimes change doesn't happen until people start talking about it mm -hmm. and we're media we love to talk not in a way that we're going to defame anybody but to talk about issues that are happening on campus because it's very real it's very prevalent and not a lot of people acknowledge that um and is there any projects that you're working on for wsga that you would like to share right now so one of the projects that I'm trying to help create is, I don't know if you know, but have you heard of the turnover pressure at uh, KU? Um, uh, go ahead and talk about it for the listeners. Okay, it's similar to, also like a similar tunnel at Brown v. Board, where like you go through this hallway, it could be, um, and you just hear the stuff that has been happening, like the experiences of minorities for, and you, you just have to go through it like you have to see the experience that other people face and like you might even reflect upon yourself that you have made such comments or you have even faced some of these realities yourself um and so i kind of want to bring that to campus somehow i want to gather information on how people have been treated and like how inclusive they feel washburn is and just broadcast that on campus and tell them that students here are facing these issues as well. I think that'd be very cool. Um, and it's definitely one of those engaging moments um, to make it inclusive and to bring diverse voices onto campus. Mm -hmm. Anything else that you want to share? This is kind of your time to talk about whatever you want. I think one of the biggest issues I have here on campus is the assumptions just being made about me. I have had a lot of assumptions that I'm an illegal immigrant just because of how I look or the way I speak, um, that I get my scholarships in school scholarships because of my skin color, that a lot of my students also get their school paid for, quote unquote, because of their skin color. Um, and it's just those kinds of assumptions and stereotypes and like how we get stuff easily because just because of how we look like kind of devalues our efforts of both in education and what we have achieved mm -hmm. and it's just not right <laughs> um i know diversity is diversity and inclusion is a very hard topic for some to speak about because they may feel out of place or they have never dealt with it but we have we understand where you come from and that you may not be have you may have not been exposed to these issues but as long as you are respectful and open-minded to change your beliefs and not just say this is how i grew up this is what my parents told me or this is what i heard this is how it is don't tell us how it is because you are not facing them yeah. we are the one facing them we are happy to talk to you about it if you want to have a simple conversation where you are open-minded um 
just don't come to us being all arrogant and hard-headed about issues yeah and i just want to touch that you know for those listening it's okay to have your beliefs uh we're not here to say this is how you have to think we are here to open your mind and to expose you to people who might not be the same as you who come from different backgrounds who have different thoughts feelings ideas cultures religions um you know we just want to open your mind and make you exposed to things that you might not have been exposed to and with that you know having an open mind doesn't mean that you're you know 100 percent receptive to changing to whatever somebody's telling you it just means that you're willing to listen to somebody else's perspective who might not match your own and i think we're gonna stop there i just want to thank you for coming on today brandon and sharing your experiences at washburn i know that it's not always easy to open up about you know the hardships that you might face or your own perspective but it is appreciated and your voice will be heard and i just really appreciate you for coming on and helping me educate our audience and have a conversation that hopefully people listen to and that they get something out of um so yeah um just thank you for inviting me on this show podcast <laughs>